Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Daily Durag. Today, we have a familiar host Your with me today. Co- <laughs> I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and today, we are coming to you uh, talking about vulnerability. So, let's hope I ain't shedding no tears today by the thing this thing is over. Here we go. <laughs> I mean, this is this is gonna be a heavy ish yeah. topic, mm-hmm. and I was telling Jesse before we get on here. I feel like every time we're on here, if we're not cutting up, right? We really just having recorded therapy sessions. No, but for real. So we be going with us. We'll go through something and be like, you know what? We gonna make a podcast yes. and be going off. <laughs> I just feel like your listeners probably are going through similar things, or at least have yeah. similar thoughts, because you know this is pretty much you available uh-huh. base. So. I'm pretty sure people have had this kind of conversation in that aspect. Yes, yeah. So. Because, you know, it's funny. So, um, I don't know if I told you, but I interviewed for a internship at 99.3 a couple days ago. Um, Let's pray to God I get it. And so, um, but... One of the things she asked me, first off, she was very impressed that I had podcasts, so I was like, thank God. But one of the things she asked me was what my target audience was. Mm -hmm. And I really had to sit there and think, because I was like, what is my target audience? But you know what? Well, listen. Right. That's that's why I was really thinking, like, whoever tuning in. But then I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? It really is for people who, like, it's for... Anybody who's going through something, well, vulnerability. Yeah, yeah. Anybody who's going through something who like feels like they don't have anybody to talk to, mm-hmm. or they're alone going through something. Yeah. Um, just knowing that you have other people that are going through the same thing, I guess. Yeah, that is true. And I think it's just I think what's more popular now, especially like with our generation, is relatability. Yeah. So a lot of people are gonna listen to things like it's important to know about technology or whatever, but like all of the people who gravitate towards those specific things yeah. because they have a common interest. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's not far fetched. If that's the kind of stuff you wanna talk about, right. then you know, too will gravitate. I also wanna make a small interjection. I've been thinking about it. I shouldn't have said ladies and gents. I'm trying to get better about gendering things. So I won't say ladies and gents for all my non-binary folks out there. I apologize for that. <laughs> I had to just thought it I'm trying to be really intentional about right. my words. No, that's so good. So, I just want to throw that in there. Also, with being vulnerable and owning to my mistakes. Yeah, that, I slid that, out. That I slid out. I slid So, okay. So, going into the topic. So, vulnerability. Uh, not something... To, um, to many people's surprise, not something that I am very good at. Neither am I. But we were actually having a conversation about that before. So, Alyssa, to you, what does vulnerability look like? Well, you know, we're still working on Steady work. this. You know, he's not done with me yet. But ideally, vulnerability is just being completely transparent mm-hmm. um, with anybody. I'm not, I mean, we're going to touch on like a bunch of different aspects yeah. of vulnerability, but it's not specifically with, you know, intimate relationships and stuff like that. But more along the lines of like all relationships, so like platonic, yeah. familial, mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. But. Ideally, it's just being able to be transparent, mm-hmm. regardless of the consequences. Mm-hmm. 
but also something else that I know we were going to talk about too is just with that on the flip side I want to be able to be somebody that people can be vulnerable with because yeah. I feel like that's also important because we can't preach you know have the courage to be vulnerable and right. all these cliches but then I'm judging people or you know assuming stuff and having biases towards people when they're trying to be vulnerable with me so I think that it's a two way street mm-hmm. um, so I don't know if I have a perfect definition but ideally that's what I want to be I want to be able to have that confidence and courage to both be somebody who people can be vulnerable with but also being vulnerable with people mm-hmm. you know with anybody I know that that takes time yeah because clearly I'm still working on it so let me ask you this we, um, this I guess this is how we're going to go into it Mm-hmm. Um, because this was based off, of course, Alyssa came to me and, you know, m- you know, me and Alyssa, we bounce, we bounce off <laughs> each other and bounce ideas off each other all the time. But one of the reasons that she was telling me she wanted to do this is because of a tweet I made, right? Yes. Go and tell them a tweet. Attack me. Attack me. And I got to attack y'all real quick. Just real quick. Because mm-hmm. y'all, y'all are tiring. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anybody who's an Aries out there. Shout out to my good girl, Gabby. My good sis. Anybody who is an Aries out there, y'all get on my nerve. I'm, I'm letting y'all know this of right the now. Aries slander. <laughs> okay. Your life is not complete unless an Aries is in it. Lie if you want to. Lie if you want to. <laughs> my life has been better. Because I'm an Aries. Your life has been better because I'm an Aries. <laughs> Lie if you want to. Somebody that you cool with, that you couldn't live without, is an Aries. But go ahead. You know, let Aries tell you that all they want. But anyway, the tweet was, <laughs> the police was trying to get it. <laughs> the police was trying to get it in person. How, I don't know what kind of locks they I'm have. about to say, what type of wood dough you got? <laughs> I don't know. I, whatever it is. Oak, I, they said they put, a, they put a redwood and okay. took it out of California and made a door. Because they was in there with the jaws of life trying to get that thing open. And it just wouldn't open. And so I was, I tweeted, I was like, I quote tweeted it. It was like, this is what it looks like to get an Aries to open up. And did I lie? Did I lie? No. I did not. You did not. And there but it is. to be fair, is <laughs> everybody else too. It just looks different because people always want to attack an Aries. But anyway, but I was thinking about that. Like I know, um, you know, Twitter's all the jokes mm-hmm. and laughs and stuff like that. But I really got to thinking about vulnerability and stuff like that because it really is hard to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to speak on me because you know we talk about Aries this and Capricorn yeah. that and all mm-hmm. that because I'm the oh so wonderful Capricorn wherever y'all are shout out to y'all because we be holding down we be doing the work okay we be pulling the weight and that's that we the bomb that's it but I will say Aries <laughs> and Capricorn is a dynamic duo it you is it. it is okay because you're getting all the angles and the aspects but you know again like we're going back into the joke and stuff like that we're not you know, based on our whole identities right. off of horoscopes. But I'm really big on assessment. I love learning about myself. I'm trying to be more intuitive with myself. But in that, you know, with Jesse's tweet, I was like, wow, like it really is hard for me to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I think, cause some people like to say that we have egos. I don't know, but I think it really is. I think it really is though, in all seriousness, somewhat of a pride thing or like I'm, I'm scared to be vulnerable because I don't know how people are going to take it. I don't want to be judged. Um, I find myself being a sensitive bully. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's really hard for me to tell people that they've hurt my feelings mm-hmm. or whatever because I don't want to be perceived as weak mm-hmm. or I don't want people to manipulate me because, you know, once you're vulnerable with somebody, you put everything on the table. 
the cards are really in their that's hand. Yeah. And so that's why it's important that on the receiving end, you're allowing people to be vulnerable with you free of judgment. Like, it's okay to joke and laugh, but there's times and places for everything. Yeah. And I feel that, you know, I'm grateful to have Jesse because, you know, we have these very vulnerable conversations mm -hmm. um, and stuff like that. But, you know, in certain times, we know that we're just venting. Yes. And we want that criticism, but sometimes we just vent because we just want somebody to talk to. Right. Um, and it's just really hard for me to do that. And I, with this in mind, I was specifically thinking about relationships. Mm -hmm. Um because like more along the lines of like intimate relationships because I have had it before to mm. where, you know, I feel like I've tried to be vulnerable with somebody and it just kind of blew up in my face. You know, I was manipulated. Yeah. I wasn't taken seriously. And that's very traumatizing. Yeah. Um, so then when I'm moving forward in other relationships or like pursuing other people and getting to know other people, you know, I'm kind of hesitant mm -hmm. to be transparent because I'm like, what are they going to say? Am I going to do this? And it's going to end up like the last time or the time yeah. before that or the time before that. Mm -hmm. And I was telling Jesse that I wasn't, I'm trying to work on that because, you know, I'm trying to make things work and mm -hmm. I'm trying to, you know, mature yeah. as an adult and somebody who's actually, you know, looking to work with students and stuff being in education and things of that nature. But, you know, it's really hard for me to do that. And I feel like I can't be my best self unless I can be vulnerable. You know, I'm really big mm -hmm. on communication and all that, but I can't communicate if I'm not truly vulnerable. Exactly. I feel like so. And that's absolutely, you know, correct. For me, on like my end, um, vulnerability was not something, um, you know, no shade to anybody, but <laughs> vulnerability really wasn't something that I was taught. All, all of my family members are very strong people. And so watching them growing up, it was one of those things to where it was kind of like bad things are going to happen. You got to move on. Mm -hmm. And so for me growing up, that's, you know, what I, what I, that was my mindset. Well, you know, bad things are going to happen. I got to keep it pushing. I got to keep right. it moving. And so then, and <laughs> I, not to keep joking, but there was this tweet that I saw Here you go. that was like, guys will be like, that girl broke my heart in second grade. So that's why at 30, I can't be good to you. <laughs> Which and, is a joke, get some help. And I realized. Low key. Low key, because the girlfriend that I had in high school, um, it was a long term type of thing. Mm -hmm. who we were on and off for a couple of years. And that I'm not going to say. Actually, yes, I am going to say. That was the first person that I, like, tried to be vulnerable with because I do recall her telling me that I didn't know how to talk to people and I didn't know how to open up and mm -hmm. all these things. And so when I did, it was kind of something that was thrown back into my face mm -hmm. when, um, yeah. you know, Different they, play, things they, be, they be tipping at them insecurities right. and I was trying to mm -hmm. be vulnerable and now when you mad exactly. you say something. Yeah. And so for me at that point it was kind of like a clamp. So I just went on the rest of my days mm -hmm. and you know was not vulnerable and I was explaining this to Alyssa that um, one of the issues that I have had in the past is I only really know how to express two emotions. Mm -hmm. And one is happiness. As you all know, I love to joke, I love to laugh. But then the other is anger. And any um, emotion that came out of me that wasn't happiness mm -hmm. came out as anger. So if my feelings were hurt, it came out as I was angry. Mm -hmm. If I was frustrated or whatever, it came out as anger. And, um, you know, 
that basically ter- basically boiled down to a situation of I just didn't know how to be vulnerable people. Mm-hmm. You know, I would be vulnerable with my friends like Alyssa, but like in a relationship sense, like Alyssa yeah. said, we want to talk about. I did not know how to do that. Mm-hmm. I I thought that the measure of a man and this you know this is something else we could speak about i thought that the measure of a man mm-hmm. was you deal with your problems any way you need to or whatever but you don't show yeah. that you are dealing with them or that you're mm-hmm. weak because that that's what it boiled down to to me was if you are crying or if you are you know unhappy or whatever mm-hmm. you're weak but I also feel like that kind of plays into stigmas yes. of certain things. So one, you know, those gender stigmas, um, which I know we're going to talk about as well. But I also feel as if there's a stigma with, you know, I can't, I'm trying to explain it. I know we talked about it a little bit earlier, but just more along the lines of like being angry is okay. So like I think yeah. anger is stigmatized like, oh, you can't be mad, you need to talk about it. But I believe, at least me personally, because it's inevitable, with mm-hmm. me. I'm trying to work on it, but mm-hmm. it's okay to be angry. Yes. But you also have to know how to place that anger. So I think yeah. with you, you know, you say you have two emotions and that's fine. Because like when my feelings are hurt, I get angry. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm working towards like being angry while I am angry, because my first instinct is to be mad. Yes. But mm-hmm. while I'm mad, I feel as if I need to be able to express why I have those feelings. Right. You know, it doesn't have to be right then. Um, because like for me, it takes me a while. Like if I get mad, I need to take time to myself and calm down and mm-hmm. think about like, why well, are you actually angry? What about that bothered you? But then it's, I feel like it's also my responsibility, especially when I'm involved with someone to go back and be like, this is what I was feeling. Mm-hmm. This is how I express myself. Again, I'm big on assessment. I love mm-hmm. assessments, but you know, I try to talk to people about my emotions. So like, yes, I feel like I do have happy, like, you know, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. out here a super fun girl, but also I get angry, but any, you know, especially when my feelings are hurt, I get mad. Yes, I'm. I don't I'm want the people to see one. me cry. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to use that against me. But also, I'm trying to work at coming back and being like, "This hurt my feelings. The, the way this is the way I responded because of this." Mm-hmm. And I think we need to discuss that. I do not like this, or I think this is the way that we could have handled that situation better mm-hmm. when dealing with me. So I think you know, taking that stigma off of being angry because I feel like a lot of times people are like, "You're mad, and you." You didn't need to get mad. Like, you can't really tell people how to express themselves. Mm -hmm. But also, if you're going to get mad, you need to, at some point, Mm -hmm. come back and be like, this is why I reacted or acted in that way. And I do think where the problem comes in with anger is when it when you're using anger to mask something else mm-hmm. because like and like you said you need to process okay why am i actually feeling this way right and what is this feel right exactly am i actually hurt because if i am then i just need to say i'm hurt right rather than it come off as you hooping hollering screaming and yelling and cussing mm-hmm. it, yeah that anger is a bit much yes I yes <laughs> warranted on some occasion but that's right. a bit much and so it's just like okay instead of that take a step back and say this hurt my feelings yes and that this is this is why and i know for me that is the biggest issue for me Mm -hmm. is is letting someone know you hurt my feelings because in the past um and not even just in intimate relationships and familial relationships when i have expressed okay this hurt me or my feelings were hurt it was kind of ignored and so Mm -hmm. my what I have a learned behavior for me 
is to get the response that you want out of somebody, it is turn it into anger. Yeah, because then they know, at least they know That's not to do that attention. anymore. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, that goes back to what we were talking about, making sure that we are people who people can be truly vulnerable yes. with. Because, you know, that can damage. I know, you know, it's not okay to take from your past and be mm-hmm. triggered and mm-hmm. all that. But if you're triggered, you're triggered. And so, you know, it's important to actually listen to what people are saying and understanding them. So like I know, right. like for me growing up, you know, my family is very open and we love each other and stuff like that. But I also felt, you know, my mom was like, you can tell me anything, you can talk to me about anything. But I also, my mom was also very strict. Mm-hmm. So I felt as if for some, I, I don't know why I thought this, but I'm just like, if I am truly, you know, vulnerable, with my mom, then she's gonna tell me that I'm talking back or yes. she's gonna tell yeah. me I'm gonna get in trouble. Right. So then I'm kind of like, you know, when I got older, you know, I actually got in trouble for not telling her. Yeah. Um, but my okay. mom also, which is, I don't wanna say it's a rare thing because I'm not trying to speak on mm-hmm. people's parents, but also like, you know, I felt like had I had sat down and actually talked to my mother, she would have told me that I, was, I wasn't I was understanding what she was saying because when yeah. she told me that she can come and talk to me, yes, there might be consequences, but I'm not getting in trouble for saying how I feel. I'm getting in trouble for like what I did or like how I right. said it. Um, and so I think that's something I had to learn when I got older. Like now being mm-hmm. a mom, you know, we talk about all kinds of stuff and mm-hmm. I've been more vulnerable with my mom, you know, in the past five years than I have in my whole life. Yeah. But, you know, I think that also comes with things like you have to truly define vulnerability. Like there still might be consequences. Right. But it's still important to have that honesty and that transparency because in the long run, you know, you can't mm. knock somebody for being honest. Even if it's it hurts you, if it's embarrassing mm. or And that's a conversation um me and my mom had was, mm. you know, um I got into a situation here maybe two years ago, maybe two or three years ago. And it was a financial situation. And I am very much Capricorn energy to where it's like, I can handle this by myself. Right, I don't And <laughs> Exactly. I like, I don't, accepting help from other people is very hard for me. Mm. And so with the financial situation I got in, I finally had no other choice but to tell my mom. Mm -hmm. And of course my mom was angry because her thing was, Jay, had you had came to me before and Mm. told me this, we could have, because it started out very, very small. Mm -hmm. Not, okay, not very small. I owed a lump of of sum of money, but my mom was telling me what it started out as. She was like, I could have paid that right then and there Mm -hmm. if you had told me then. And so then it dwelled into a deeper conversation Mm -hmm. because that was maybe the third or fourth time something major had happened and my mom had realized I went about this thing of I can deal with it on my own instead of coming to her. And we got into a conversation and I had to explain to her, Mama, no, I'm not throwing anything up in your face or mm. nor is this any shade towards you or how you raised me because you you were a wonderful mother, but are a wonderful mother. Mm-hmm. But growing up, I didn't feel heard. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't feel like... I could be vulnerable or come to my parents with things um, because, you know, there were certain situations going on in both homes. Right. And so I had to explain to her growing up, I didn't be, I didn't know how to accept help from you. Right. So now that I'm older, I really don't know how to accept. Right. Yeah. It's a learned behavior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so now 
that I am, you know, the age that I am and everything, that is one thing that I'm working on is when my mom is asking me, okay, do you need anything while you're there in Kentucky? She calls, my mom asks me every two days, do you need Mm -hmm. any money? Do you need anything? How's your car running? Mm -hmm. I am learning to be vulnerable and honest with her instead of just saying, Mm -hmm. oh, it's fine. Yeah. But also, but she's also taking those steps to actually listen to what you're mm-hmm. saying and kind of mm-hmm. switch up that narrative that you all have. Excuse <clears throat> me, got a little pudding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also just wanted to know with that, I know we talked about that too. So how does, how does that transpire over into your intimate relationships? Because I know, like you said, like you get angry mm-hmm. um, and you don't want to tell people, you know, like yeah. that hurts. But how does that, those behaviors that you have with your mom, who is like your yeah. Your center point, your cornerstone. How does that like branch out though to when you're dealing with, you know, those intimate relationships? Because I know like it might be hard to explain, you know, mm-hmm. this came to me because, you know, growing up this is what I had. You know, it's Well see and and see for me what it turns into is in intimate relationships and actually I'll speak about um something my friend Aaliyah told me was so this past situation that I was in wasn't a relationship, but mm-hmm. we were talking and I very, you know, I cared for her mm-hmm. very quickly. And I talked to Aaliyah about it and Aaliyah's thing was, okay, this is all well and good, mm-hmm. but how are you going to rectify some of the things that happened in your past relationships coming into this? Right. And so one of the things that I very much realized about myself is that when I get mad, or when I'm upset, something has hurt my feelings. And like you, mm-hmm. I am a very sensitive bully. <laughs> so, sensitive. so okay. I am very, I y'all, I am extremely sensitive. Mm-hmm. But I choose not to show that. So it's like most people think that I just can take anything, mm-hmm. and you can say anything, anything, Heartless. you know, anything to me. And so, what it it's either for me, it's either one or two extremes. Either something has hurt my feelings and I am acting a clown. I am upset, mad, cussing. Alyssa tell you because yes. I call her uh, and yes. I'm going off. Talk about what you doing. I say, you know what? <laughs> Let me put my headphones in real quick. Because, because I'm going off. Or then is the other extreme. Mm-hmm. I will get mad, but instead of trying to show that I'm mad or show that I'm hurt, I will shut down completely. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh no, I'm good. That's fine. That's fine. And so that's definitely something for me that like, it's like, okay, you got to work through that. You got to know. And like with this situation, this past situation is done now, unfortunately, but you know, now that goes. But that that is definitely something that I try my best to work on. Mm -hmm. And and to go back and say, hey, look. And, and, And sometimes there was a couple of times where I got mad. I could feel myself pulling away. The pressure be building. Right. I could feel my blood starting to pour. And I was just like, I, I, I said to myself, let me give myself a second. Mm-hmm. And I came back and was like, hey, I'm just letting you know. This is this made me feel a little bit type of way. This hurt my feelings. And this is this mm-hmm. is why. And so we, we sat there. We talked about it. And that was it. You know? I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm yeah. trying my best because I came out of a... Uh, Situation. (laughs) We're not even going to go into it, but I came out of a situation where I felt as if I was very much ignored, disrespected, Mm. you know, and I would try to be vulnerable. Like, I'm trying to talk to you about this. I keep having to repeat myself, repeat myself, repeat myself. 
And I'm just like, you know, and I find too that I would just settle because I'm like, you know, I talked about this as well. Just, and I, I have no problem being vulnerable with Jesse. I just wish I could yes. take that out <laughs> yes. to these other yes. situations that I'd be in. But, you know, I was just like, well, I feel like I self-sabotage because I'm not as vulnerable as I need to be. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I might as well just settle for whatever situation shit this is yeah. because if this is going to happen anyway, then I might as well just yeah. be here and not go out and take that risk on somebody else. Um, but, you know, it's very tiring and exhausting and triggering to mm-hmm. just be trying to tell people, like, I don't like this. Can you please do this? Can yeah. you treat me this way? And I, yeah. I'm on the fence about, you know, people will treat you how you need to be treated they wanted to just because I feel as if people do need to learn people because everybody has come out of something else so people I do need to take the time and give people a chance to learn how I operate and how I work because people make mistakes Yeah. but also I'm not going to keep repeating myself I was repeating myself for nine months I'm like I'm not about to keep I done told you so then I got to the point where I was like you know what whatever I'm not even I'm not dealing with it I'm shutting down so then you know, I can meet a little new boo. Oh, and I love Anyway, so. Look, my dog. It, there you go. <laughs> so, but like with dealing with him, I'm kind of like, okay. It's like, like breathe, mm-hmm. take a step back. Mm-hmm. But let's be intentional because like, you know, he really is a really good guy. And I don't want to self-sabotage and just be like, well, something bad is bound to happen. Yes, yes. Because of people who won't be named right Mm -hmm. and so i don't want to because it's a lot of circular reasoning i find myself i do this i'm talking about myself but Mm -hmm. i know somebody can relate i know but it's like i use the circular reasoning so i'm like something bad is gonna happen something bad is gonna happen something bad is gonna happen so most of the time i'm the obstacle in my own way Mm -hmm. so then i mess up something to make that bad thing happen Mm -hmm. and then i'm like see i knew it all along but at the end of the day Mm -hmm. i tripped over my own shoe and said somebody pushed me and see so it's that's definitely like one thing for me not to cut you off but one thing for me that I have realized Mm -hmm. is I have this mindset that oh and I was preaching this to Brown Girl Gab I was preaching this to I mean just I mean I was preaching this to I was going oh because I I have this mindset of every new relationship is a new relationship and you should treat it as such you know you should lay down the things that happened in the last one mm-hmm. and treat this as something new and something fresh as a fresh start but see let me tell you the problem with me <laughs> doing that and there's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. but see the problem with me in the past has been I'm treating the relationship as new and fresh but I'm still taking the old behavior that I've exhibited from the past relationship into the new one. Shake it then, the table. Uh, okay. <laughs> then wondering why. Well, why this ain't working out? I'm on the this phone with Liz. This ain't nothing like, changing. Right. <laughs> but the common denominator is you. Okay. So I've, I've had to self-attack and mm. self-criticize mm. because, you know, I find myself, which I'm trying to... I'll be trying, I'll be telling Jesse, like, this is what's going on. And why is he doing this? Then I'm like, hold on. Is that him or is that me? Because <laughs> I'm on the phone like, well, Liz. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> see, but, that's, but those conversations need to be had because mm-hmm. I do find, I mean, sometimes, you know, it's like this needs to be learned. You know, I've yeah. had to have times where I'm like, hey, I really don't like this. Yes. I like, I, I'm still angry or whatever because I, I've been triggered. Mm. But let me give him a chance. And he, the good thing that I really 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 appreciate is that he takes what I say yes. and tries to actually understand and change it. Yeah. And I think like 
that's all I need. I need that effort yeah. because, you know, I've gotten the apologies, but there's no changed behavior. That's not a true apology. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to pacify me yeah. to do whatever we can move past it. But I think that instead of like just swallowing it and, and pushing it, you know, he actually takes what I say and he's trying to understand what I mean and, you know, changing that. So what are, so. The, what are the steps that you've taken to try to be mm-hmm. more intentional and more vulnerable in your relationship? Mm-hmm. So first, I try to effectively communicate. So, you know, if he says something that I don't like, yes, I do get mad. I have that split second. I'm like, oop, but then I'm like, okay, let's talk and I'll give him a chance. So mm-hmm. I'll say, hey, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. And here's why. Mm-hmm. So instead of just saying, I don't like that, yeah. which is important to say, yes. I also try to make sure I explain like how I'm feeling and how mm-hmm. that makes me feel. I don't always dive into the, the roots of it um, just because I feel like we aren't in that space yet. Yes. But I also am making sure that it's being said and understood. I also try to take the time to learn in what aspects we are compatible, like my non-negotiables. So, you know, for me, it's important to know like how people are when they're angry. Or, like yes. when they get upset, how do they handle things? How do they cope with things? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like a lot of times I get upset when I feel as if um, my emotions are being reciprocated. Yeah. So, but I, if he's, he's more quiet than I am. Mm-hmm. But if I, cause I'll take like him being quiet, him not caring or him being, because he's not and more laid back. I'm like, wow, he doesn't care. Yeah. But instead of doing that, because now I've taken the time to actually try to learn how he handles certain situations mm-hmm. that helps me because I'm like, okay, he cares, but this is how he's showing it. People don't have to care like I do to care about me. Yes. Um, and I find that, you know, for me, cause I, I love out loud. I care out loud, mm-hmm. but not everybody mm-hmm. does that. So I'm like, listen, maybe you should stop being selfish. Take yeah. the time to understand that. Um, and even then just stepping away from that, just trying to learn that in all aspects, because I find like in my friendships, I do the same thing. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm caring about you and I'm talking. I'm like, okay, I haven't heard from this person. Like I try to text them and they ain't answering yeah. me. Like, that's rude. Why didn't they answer? And I done did this and I done uh-huh. did that. But then I'm like, okay, well maybe they're going through something. Like instead of me just trying to get to, to get that out of them, like maybe they're going through something, like maybe I should ask mm-hmm. different questions. Um, so I try to be, again, intentional with my communication with people um, and stuff like that, just because I feel like a lot of times it is me just, I probably could have handled something better or said yeah. something in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, because if somebody's going through something, let's say like you're going through something, I'm like, I hear from Jesse, I've been texting him, he's mm-hmm. not answering, instead of bashing you for not answering, I'm like, okay, well maybe I need to ask different questions. So instead of saying like, what are you doing? Because I want to hang out and you didn't answer. I could just be like, hey, Jesse, which I know we we both have been doing this, but I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, Jesse, I have this going on. Would you like yeah. to come? Mm-hmm. Would you like to do this? And I feel like, you know, again, I don't know if that necessarily like is being vulnerable, but I'm trying to, you know, put that out there in a specific way so that we can have a better communication. I feel like that comes with more the vulnerability because if mm-hmm. I feel like, they have this wall up. I'm like, well, I, just, I won't even say nothing about right. it. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's been working. Like we've had those conversations where I'm like, I don't like this. Let's just, mm-hmm. let's talk about it now and keep pushing. Um, so I mean, I do feel like it's going well. I feel like I've had better relationships with people because I'm trying mm-hmm. to tell people. And I'm also trying to make sure that I'm not just being vulnerable with my anger or my hurt feelings, but also being vulnerable in expressing how people make me happy, what people mean to me, mm-hmm. because I feel like that's also important. That is very important. Give um, people their flowers while they're here. Yes. And so um, one of my other friends, she was talking about how she, 
you know, doesn't know how she means the people and stuff like that. So I try to make sure that when I'm talking to people, like I tell them that I love them. I say, yeah. thank you for appreciating me. Um, this, this meant a lot to me. Thank you yeah. so much. Because I don't want to just be vulnerable with people um, when they're upset, when I'm upset with them. But mm-hmm. also, again, like I said, just when they've done something for me that I appreciate, yeah. that I like, that mm-hmm. I love. Because I will say, um, as someone, you know, in the past my mental health has not been you know the best Mm -hmm. and one of the things that I I am bounds leaps and bounds better than I have been before but one of the things that I do still struggle with is feeling like I am important to people Mm -hmm. um like I said um growing up and not not on the fault of anyone Mm -hmm. but growing up I did not feel like um, in the situations that I was in that I was important mm-hmm. and that um, I didn't really um, feel like I needed to not not death wise yeah. but I didn't I didn't feel like I needed to be there you know yeah. I, I felt like there was so much going on on both ends that it was like well if I'm not exactly if I'm not here it's not like anybody would notice and mm-hmm. so I do struggle now with Well, not so much, but every now and again, it'll creep in. Mm -hmm. If I haven't heard from some people that day or something like that, or, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like, oh, they don't, they don't actually care about me. Oh, you know, they good without me or something like that. Or Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm a burden. That, that's the better word is that I Mm -hmm. feel like I'm, I do struggle sometimes with feeling like I'm a burden on people. And so, um, it's really, that is a really good thing, Mm -hmm. um, that not being just vulnerable with the negative, but also being vulnerable with the positive and just letting people know like, hey, I love you. Or mm-hmm. hey, you yeah. know, I hope you're doing good because I miss you, da da da. Or just, I miss seeing you around, where you been? Mm-hmm. Type yeah. deal. So how would you, what advice would you give somebody on, on the flip side, what advice would you give somebody who, um, to be a person who other people can be vulnerable with? Mm-hmm. I think firstly is just being open-minded to what they're saying. Um, because I learned this year, I actually learned in one of my classes, but you don't always have to agree with people, but listening to people yes. and understanding where they're coming from doesn't take anything away from you. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times people don't want to come in and listen to people and things like that just because, I mean, it is an ego thing, which not to stigmatize ego because everyone has one, mm-hmm. but just, you know, people don't want to listen because they're like, they, for some reason, maybe feel like my beliefs stand in the way of me listening to you. Like you can still hold yes. your beliefs and your power and who you are and what you value, but still understand where somebody else is coming from. It's okay right. to listen and to hear. But you and you don't have to agree, but not agreeing doesn't mean you have to attack. You can have conversations or whatever, but just listening and understanding does not take away from the person you are. Absolutely. If you truly hold those values and you're secure in those values, because some people are insecure. Woo! But we won't talk about that. Some of y'all are a little shaky. Okay, you're shaky. But, (laughs) you know, and that that could be, we can dive into that another day. But, you know, if you're secure in your beliefs and your values and your morals and standards, listening and understanding to someone who just needs a friend or needs to open ear does not take away from who you are as a person. Me and you don't agree on everything. Right. But, you know, we listen to each other Mm -hmm. and we understand and we talk and give points of view. Mm But we still, at the end of the day, are who we are. Because you're absolutely correct. People are people. So you're never going to fully 100% agree agree with everybody. But being 
in my opinion, I'm just coming right out and say, being a good person, mm-hmm. there would be nothing wrong with sitting and talking to somebody who's going through a hard time. And like, let's say, you you may not necessarily agree with how they're dealing with it yes. or, or, or what they're, the steps that they are taking mm-hmm. to cope with it. Right. But you can still sit there and talk to them. You can give your yeah. respectful opinion. Respectful. Respect. That is the word of the day. Look it up. But, you know, you can give your opinion and that be that. Because I know there was a situation here recently with a girl. Um, I'm not going to say where I know her from, but she was expressing to me she was she's going through a hard time right now. And she was trying to decide a certain decision. And the decision she was leaning towards, I wasn't necessarily fully agree mm-hmm. in agreement with. But at the end of the day... I shouldn't be focused on my beliefs at that point in time. If yes. you're coming to me with a hard time, mm-hmm. I should not be focused on what my beliefs are. Yes. I should be focusing on you and your issue. Especially when she's coming to you trying to be vulnerable. And mm-hmm. if you were to have attacked her based on your beliefs, right. that's going to cause that shutdown, that wall to come up. Right. Um, so I think that's definitely the first thing. And then also, again, I was going to say just being respectful of, you know, somebody being vulnerable with you. Because, yeah. you know... For me, you know, people come to me and they're like, oh, I really want to talk to you because, you know, that makes me, even though it might be selfish, I don't know how it comes off, but the fact that you felt comfortable enough coming to me to talk to me about whatever you're going through, that kind of, in my mind, places me where we are in our relationship, whether it's platonic, intimate, familial, whatever. The fact that you felt comfortable enough to come to me like, that's a lot to hold. I'm like, wow, like, you came to me because you trust me, you yes. love me, mm-hmm. and you know that I care about you. Like, let me not mess this up. Let me hear what you have to say. And also, with that, I make sure that I ask, you know, what, not what is it that you're needing from me that sounds kind of bad, but just kind of like, in this relationship, like, if, if Jesse came to me, he's like, I want to talk to you. I'm like, okay, before we talk, like, are you coming to me because you want my opinion? Mm -hmm. Or are you coming to me because you just want me to listen? Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's also important to be sure to phrase that very carefully. Don't go Mm. to somebody and be like, what do you need from me? Right. That sounds bad, (laughs) but just making sure that you're asking about the nature of the conversation because I think that's important too because I've had times where people have come to me and I would start giving my opinion and I can feel them shutting down because I'm like, oh, you were just trying to talk you and, wouldn't trying to have me say nothing and so. sometimes like you can tell like yeah. the way just the way they are starting the conversation and the way that they're talking mm-hmm. you can tell whether they want advice or whether because I, I will tell you this for mm-hmm. me um how i deal with things of that nature i don't even ask at the beginning yeah. i just let you talk and then if the, I get, and, yeah. exactly and then towards the end if you start to ask, then I'll give you my opinion. Or if there's just like a pause or long or something like that, yeah. then I'll get my opinion. But some people, just you can really tell. They, yeah. exact, they I just it. won't volunteer. Because yeah. some people, you can just tell. You just calling me just to talk. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. Do that. I'm I, Like you said, I, mm-hmm. I really appreciate when you call me just to talk. Because God forbid, I... You know, I would want you to call me just to talk. And if that helped you just an inkling during the day, then I I would rather you do that and interrupt whatever I'm doing Mm -hmm. to talk to me and get your feelings out than to turn to something negative to do that. And I think, too, another thing that I try to do when it comes to that, because I know sometimes 
I be talking. Mm. I just be talking. I always <laughs> want to talk. To, I'm always calling somebody just to be running it. That's yes. just what I do. Mm. But a lot of times I try to make sure that I do this and also listen for this because I feel like, again, I'm just going back to you. Like if you mm. are calling me because you want my opinion, you'll ask me in so right. many different ways. So mm. you'll say like, was I right? Yeah. Or you'll say, you know, was was that okay? Like, what should I have done? It's typically a was I right and, yes. <laughs> but, but sometimes, you know, you do call me yeah. and you'll just be telling me about, like, you called me over Thanksgiving break right. and you mm-hmm. were just talking. Mm-hmm. And I could tell by the nature of that conversation, one, you didn't ask me mm-hmm. <laughs> because you already knew that you was right. right. <laughs> you know, but you also, you just called me and you were just talking and you was like, this happened and this happened and that happened. You know, thank you for talking. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I know that the nature of this conversation is just to, I need to get this off my chest. Yep. I need to tell somebody who wasn't here about it. Mm-hmm. I need to do whatever. And, so and that I, was one know. of those, sorry, that was one of those times to where I was hurt. Mm-hmm. And I, the first, I, the first thing that I felt was anger because I was hurt. Mm-hmm. So instead of going in and going off mm-hmm. and, you know. He didn't bloop, y'all. He's growing. I did not. He's growing. Oops. He's growing. <laughs> and so, you know, instead of doing that, I stepped outside and I called Alyssa. I was like, let me talk to you for a minute. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of talked myself down mm-hmm. to where I was fine enough so that way I could discuss the situation mm-hmm. with the person civilly, you yeah. know, and express, this hurt my feelings and this is why. Mm-hmm. So I think that like that's just a few things I think that could help. Again, I I ain't no expert. Right. Um, <laughs> those right. are just things that I know have worked for us, and that's yeah. just in our relationship. You know that we talk about with other people mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. But again, it's just vulnerability is just so important. I think that is like the root of a lot of issues that people right. have is because they're not vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like vulnerability doesn't mean you're completely exposing every single detail, every single aspect. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you know, there's a difference between difference between privacy and secrecy. Exactly. Um, and that's the other thing is that some people feel like because they are private people mm-hmm. that they can't be vulnerable. There, can. There's a big difference between vulnerability and just airing out your dirty laundry. Those are two different things. (laughs) Sometimes you can't just do all that. Yeah. But again, just similar to what I was talking about. So, you know, like if I want something to be private, I can still be vulnerable as to like, this made me feel this way and I don't Mm. like it. Mm. But I don't have to say but what happened to me that triggered me. I don't have to say, you know, it's because of this person, because of that thing. Mm. This is just the feeling surrounding that. Yes. So I think that is also just another takeaway. So don't, please don't tell people that we told you to go out and just oh God, every yeah, single uh-uh. thing. Please save that for your Cause therapist. Because your, your mama ain't coming to me whooping my ass okay. because you, you done ran out. And about big mama exactly, okay. exactly. Uh-uh, and no. The, and that's a lot to unload on people. Yeah. So I'm sorry, but sometimes you might need to have that discernment and save it for the professionals. Right. And, okay. and here's one last thing for me at least. Um, Some people, everybody's going through stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? And so if you come to some, and this is something I had to learn, Mm -hmm. you know, myself, because I am very, uh, very, um, I can sometimes be overbearing. Mm -hmm. And what comes with me sometimes, you know, there's a lot Mm -hmm. sometimes. And so everybody's going through stuff. And so if you unload on somebody, 
if they take a minute to process it or give them that, or time. Give, give them that <laughs> minute, you know, because sometimes you come to people with a lot, which is fine, but they also dealing with a lot on the back end. Yes. And so, you know, and some people, and some people who are empaths, Impact? Did I say that right? Impact. Impact. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they sometimes absorb what you got going on, and now too. they're overwhelmed. Exactly. Exactly. So be mindful of that as well mm-hmm. before you go. And yeah. I'm like, this is going on with me. That's going on with me. Da, da, yeah. da, 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 da. You and that. I picked up the phone and you just start talking. Right. Excuse me, can yeah. you give hello? How are you doing today? <laughs> and that's something that I appreciate that Jesse does too. Like mm-hmm. if he calls anytime. Mm-hmm. He'll say, what are you doing? Or are you busy? Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll give me a preface. So I got time mm-hmm. to figure mm-hmm. out what's going on because I feel like it's important too. Yes. Because everybody has something they're going through. Ask them how they're doing as yes. well. Yeah. You know, make sure that when you're unloading, you're also listening to pick up some burdens off other people because if they right. already carrying bricks yeah, and here you come with your boulders but not taking anything, they back broke. Exactly. But- Okay. You want to get upset because nobody's here for you. Nobody mm-hmm. loves me. But you didn't ask them what they got going on. You just dumped this, and exactly. you feel better and walk away. And they sitting there under bricks. Exactly. Just, and then when they, be, and then when they going through it and stuff like that, who you know, uh, it, it, it's what uh, what Monique say. <laughs> who gonna love me? <laughs> Shut up. But no, for real. For real, it's you got to be mindful of that. You have to be. So I just, you know. Be vulnerable with people, guys. Just learn yourself. Take your time. Swallow your ego and your pride. And just open up a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that is our uh, therapy session for the day. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. Free of charge. Okay. And we'll catch y'all next time.